0: this is a rogue media network podcast
1: hey y'all looking for a unique gift idea check out my book the humor and birth stories and insights from a doula for any mom in your life she's going to receive great tips great wisdom tons of positive birth stories and i promise you she'll be glad you got it for her you can check it out on amazon or any of my social media links My name is Micah Burgess. I'm a birth doula here in Waco, Texas, and I own Waco Doula, where I have a team of women that work with me. I'm also a mentor coach, athletic coach. I'm a wife, mom, grandma, and author. Just wrote a book, The Humor in Birth, Stories and Insights from a Doula. And today, we have one of the stars of that book joining us. Robin Kohagen is here. Hey girl, thanks for joining me today. Hey, thanks for having me. You're welcome. Hey, tell everybody a little bit about yourself.
0: My name is Robin. I have three little girls. I live here in Waco, grew up here. Um, I have an Airbnb business right now mm-hmm. and do interior design. But I just am a stay-at-home mom and love it and work part-time and love childbirth.
1: Yes. This girl is a birthing machine. I I love it. So the hope in this podcast and the book is that we are normalizing birth for people. And what I really hope that women can see is that your birth experience can be positive and enjoyable. And I've been at all three of Robin's births and I can tell you very positive experience, very fun moments. And she is sprinkled throughout the book. So let me just tell you that Obviously, I am protecting the identity of my clients. So I change names, of course, and sometimes I change minor details like maybe you had a girl, but I said you had a boy. Maybe you had a midwife, but I said you had a doctor. Those kind of details that don't really matter. Sometimes I break up your story like I did with Robin. She's like in four different chapters, I think. And sometimes I combine two stories. Um, That also happened to Robin. so. It might be difficult to find her through the book, but we're about to talk about her birds and tell her story. So hopefully you'll be able to see it. And Robin, we're just going to go ahead and jump on in. Yeah. Why don't you just start talking a little bit about baby one, two, and three birth experiences. And then I may jump in or whatever, but let's just go for it.
0: Yeah, well, when I was younger, maybe not that much younger, but before I had kids, I read the book, The Red Tent* mm. and loved how women approached birth mm. together. And I was lucky enough to have an older sister who did home births with her kids, and I was Great. at her second birth. And it was a home birth, and it was it was amazing. I learned so much from her. Mm-hmm. I went through infertility for a few years, and that was so painful. Mm. Just yeah. a really hard season of life, a lot of anger. And- that is, pain. But then when I saw a fertility specialist was able to get pregnant, it was like the miracle of my life. Yeah. I, you know, with Noah, her name is Noel. And this was back in 2013. And I remember my sister telling me the best way to prepare for childbirth was to do it with your mind. It wasn't a body, like you do need to stretch and work your, like sure, sure. do some exercises. But she told me, If you can think about having somebody rip your arm off of your body and just have peace through it and Mm -hmm. just breathe through it, that's how I did my mind exercises was I would just close my mind and imagine this ripping my arm off and every little sinew and whatever coming off. And I would breathe through it and be like, this is okay. I can do this. It's
1: okay that you're taking my arm away from me. Yeah. (laughs) Great. Good. Good start.
0: Okay. So you want me to tell me about my birth stories? Okay. Well, Noelle, she was, you know, like a risk birth, high risk birth, but she, Mm. she wasn't, but she (laughs) was because it took so long to get pregnant. And so with her, I was monitored a lot and in the end, I was like two days late, and so they said, "Let's go ahead and induce." This do right. not have any issues, and so we went in early, early in the morning. The doctor came in, the nurse came in. The nurse she said, "Okay, I'm going to get your IV started. I'm going to get your pitocin started." And Josh said, "Great, you're all hooked up. I'm going to go get our bags from the car." Don't ask me why he left them in the car, but he <laughs> did. So he left, and I'm alone in the room with the nurse, and suddenly. As soon as the Pitocin was in my arm, my body was like, oh, there it is. And I had this contraction and it started. And I said, oh, wow, there's the first one. And the nurse goes, it doesn't usually start that fast. And I said, I'm really sensitive to medication. I'm sure that's it. And that contraction started and didn't end. Mm-hmm. And so my stomach stayed rock hard. And I looked at her and I said, it's not over. And it mm-hmm. was a minute. And she looked up at the, at the monitor and she goes, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so she calls in the head nurse. Suddenly it went from two nurses to six and they were oh, freaking out because yeah. Noelle's heart rate was draping, dropping mm-hmm. and the contraction was just crashing her. Mm-hmm. So they said, flip on your left side. I did that. Nothing changed. Flip on your right side. They had me going, hands and knees, on your back, right, every which way. And they said, okay, here we go. And they put oxygen on me, unhooked everything. And one nurse goes, Robin, this does not mean we're having a C-section. It just means we're getting you ready just in case. And I was like,
1: okay. I remember, yeah, when I finally got in there and the trauma was basically over by the time I got in there. Cause yes. all that happened like immediately so fast. And you know, they got through all of that relatively quickly. So by the time I got there, most of that was over, but I can remember you were just deer in the headlights. Like what yes. is happening? What did we just do anyway? yes, I did
0: not want to see section. I'd planned everything around right. a natural birth. And I was like, oh
1: no, <laughs> it's like right off the bat. Here we go. And my
0: husband is not here. Oh, Nobody's right. here. Nobody's here. So they rolled me back and they're like, can you get on this table? And I said, yes, I can. And, like my power came <laughs> up, you know, but they're on the phone to the doctor and he's like, how's the vitals? How's the heart rate? He did not want to see section. And I was so thankful he right. saved me at the last second and her heart rate went up,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. took me
0: back into the room. Josh had come back and was like, Oh, I what? guess she's having a C-section. He's like ambling wow. through the hallways, talking, trying to figure it out.
1: Anyways, wow, wow, I, and what a switch! I mean, yeah, was, I mean, mostly what I remember about Noel is it's just such a it was such a great positive experience. So let's jump into yeah. labor, yes, and. Breathing through labor, getting through labor.
0: Yes. So the reason I wanted a doula, my best friend had one and she said, I could not have had this baby. It was her second one. She did a V back. Her first one was mm-hmm. a traumatic C section. And her second one she had a doula and she said, I couldn't have done it otherwise because this doula knew what positions to tell me to get in. Right. She knew what to do. I would have never like known inherently I need to walk. Mm-hmm. I need to squat. Mm-hmm. And her husband
1: of course. Heck no,
0: he wouldn't have known yeah, those yeah, things. Yeah. So she's her saying that made me interview all these doulas. I found you, and I was like, "This girl has has gumption. I know she can <laughs> tell me what to do." And that's what I needed. I needed somebody in, like to tell me what to do.
1: Oh yeah, you were like, "I'm hiring you because I can tell you're strong." Yes. And y'all, Robin is so sweet. So so sweet, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, she is not going to need somebody to oh. like, be strong and really Little focused. did you know, <laughs> little did I know <laughs> that when we are in birth, oh yeah, we need somebody strong. Okay, keep going.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, whenever, whenever uh, the doctor came back, she said, "Let's break your water," and I said, "Great," but I kept everything free, all the monitors free. And so mm-hmm. I said, "Okay, Micah, what do I do?" And she said, "What do you want to do?" And I said, "I don't know. Walk. <laughs> we can walk." That helped a ton. So I walked yes. laps around the the hall. And then I came back and she said, okay, let's try bouncing on the ball. So I did that for a long time. And Mm. that helped as well. And then Mm -hmm. when things started to heat up, (laughs) this is the fun part. Um, I said, can we try slow dancing? Or maybe Micah, you suggested it. I don't remember, but my husband was having back issues at the time and he, he could not, hold me. Like he, he was just, he was my DJ. He was my encourager. He did so good. Yeah. He did so good. Uh, But Micah was like, okay, yeah, I'll slow dance with you. So we got up and I don't know how this happened.
1: I don't know why this happened. Well, let me explain slow dancing real quick for everybody. So it's exactly like it sounds. This is a great way to labor. Yes. So you're literally slow dancing with whoever, your partner, your doula, whoever is there. And so obviously face-to-face, The laboring mom puts her hands up around the partner's neck and they just sway and slow dance. And then when a contraction comes, you kind of drop your weight a little bit while you're being supported. Hands are like around your waist and you kind of drop that weight a little bit. Encourages you to sink into that contraction. So that's slow dancing.
0: And now a word from our sponsors.
1: Face it shaker bottles suck your protein shakes always come out clumpy and you look like an idiot using the thing that's why i decided to ditch the shaker bottle for good and get myself a BlendJet jet 2 portable blender it makes perfectly blended protein shakes in just 20 seconds BlendJet 2 is portable so you can even blend up a smoothie at work a protein shake at the gym, or even a margarita on the beach. It's small enough to fit in a cup holder, but powerful enough to blast through tough ingredients like ice and frozen fruit with ease. Blendjet 2 is whisper quiet, so you can make your morning smoothing without waking up the whole house. Lasts for 15 blends and recharges quickly via USB-C. Best of all, Blendjet 2 cleans itself Just blend water with a drop of soap and you're good to go. With over 30 colors and patterns to choose from, I chose lavender. What are you waiting for? Go to BlendJet.com and grab yours today. Be sure to use your promo code DULA12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. No other portable blender on the market comes close to the quality, power, and innovation of the BlendJet 2. They guarantee you'll love it or your money back. Blend anytime, anywhere with BlendJet 2 Portable Blender. Go to BlendJet.com and use the code DULA12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. Shop today and get the best deal ever. Did you know that dehydration is the leading cause of daytime fatigue? I was shocked to learn that even mild hydration can cause headaches, muscle weakness, and brain fog. But luckily, there's a solution. Cure. Today, Cure is on a mission to help people stay hydrated and feel their best without compromising on quality, taste, or sustainability. Cure believes that hydration should be simple and effective, but also clean and natural. That's why they use only the highest quality plant-based ingredients and avoid any artificial or harmful additives. They're committed to transparency and honesty. All of their ingredients are clearly listed on the website and packaging. And they're always happy to answer any questions or concerns. Ready to combat dehydration? Try Cure today and feel the difference for yourself. Use code DULA for 20% off your order. Did you know that you could be putting oil and chemicals in your coffee? I love coffee creamer, but I don't think I ever turn the bottle around to actually see what's inside. When I did, I found out many of my favorite creamers contain ingredients I would never intentionally add to my coffee cup, like canola oil, dipotassium phosphate, ugh, and artificial flavors. Laird's superfood all started when big wave surfer Laird Hamilton needed morning fuel that could allow him to spend the entire day chasing the ultimate wave. He couldn't find anything in the market that met his ingredient standards, so made himself the ultimate plant-based creamer. Laird Superfood started and launched its first product, Original Superfood Creamer, in 2015. Laird started experimenting with his morning ritual almost two decades ago. He found that when he started adding fats to his morning cup like coconut oil, he had amazing energy throughout the rest of his day. He gradually perfected his recipe for an epic cup of fuel and began sharing it with his friends in the surf community. They've got functional superfood creamers, Instant lattes and prebiotic greens. Are you ready to feel more energized, focused, and supported? Go to lairdsuperfood.com and add nourishing plant based foods to fuel you from sunrise to sunset. Use your promo code DULA at checkout to save fifteen percent of your purchase today. Are you tired of the same old boring puzzles? Mix things up with Wongo puzzles. Each puzzle is a custom design with intricate patterns and whimsical shapes that will keep you engaged for hours. Plus, their eco-friendly materials and commitment to sustainability make Wongo puzzles a guilt-free way to unwind. They are 100% wooden puzzles that last forever. Each piece is hand-drawn, so no two pieces are the same, and you'll discover some fun, whimsy pieces as you work through it. They come in a custom wooden box, which is perfect for storage and gifting. With stunning designs and unique shapes, Wongo Puzzles are a cut above the rest. What are you waiting for? Go to wongopuzzles.com and pick your puzzle today. And be sure to use the promo code DULA to get 10% off your order. This is the most fun you've had with a puzzle guaranteed or your money back. Go to W-O-N-G-O puzzles.com and use the code DULA to get your 10% off your order and get puzzling right now. Yeah, so somehow
0: I'm like swaying, doing this sway thing. It's working fine. And this contraction comes and I knew to drop my weight, but I just, I dropped all of it. (laughs) Pulled my legs up off the floor and just, I couldn't do, and it was so tight that I couldn't think of anything else, and I just,
1: I don't know. Yes, I love it. So, she we're slow dancing. She drops her weight during the contraction. Next thing I know, she picks her feet up off the ground, (laughs) and I am, yes, holding a laboring pregnant woman. Did you hear that? And I look over (laughs) at Josh, and his jaw has just (laughs) dropped. He's like, what am I seeing? And I look over at him with these kind of crazy eyes, but then all I could do is just laugh. I'm pretty (laughs) strong. And so we continue to do this for many contractions. (laughs) Hilarious. I don't do, I've never done it again. And thankfully Robin's little, 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 but (laughs) I wasn't then. (laughs) (laughs) I remember being like, I'm so glad she works out. (laughs) It's all about the way you're holding, you know, getting that good stance. So,
0: that was fun. Yeah. So everybody had their little jobs in my mm-hmm. labor. My sister, I was having back labor pain, so her job was on my back mm-hmm. giving me counter pressure. Josh was doing the music and saying the nice things and cue cards if I needed them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Noel, you know, with her, that was a struggle with pushing because I hit transition and yeah. I was in transition for four hours. And the reason mm. that it didn't progress is because I had an anterior c- cervical lip and yeah. didn't know. Yeah. And so I was pushing for... I would just push because that's what your body's telling you to do. Yeah. Nobody was in there telling me to push. It's just what I was doing. And yeah. at some point, the nurse was like, "You have to stop pushing." And right. I said, "I can't. Yep.
1: I can't not. Yep." And so that's the bummer with a certain little lip, which just means you're mostly dilated. You're like almost to a ten. I mean, that cervix has to totally thin out and basically disappear. And so she just had this little lip left over. So baby cannot come until you are dilated, and that. That lip is gone. That cervix is gone. And so your body is wanting to push because you're so, so close. Baby is so low, but now everything's just swelling up because the pressure of baby's head and it does feel a little bit better to push and not just breathe through it. Yes. And so, yeah, that, that's, the problem that's what we got to. I actually because of that experience Robin when someone is in transition longer than they're supposed to be, that is one of the first things I ask. Hey, let's check and make sure that there's no lip and then when there is, I know that you can push past yep. it if you have a doctor, nurse, midwife, whoever that this is not comfortable folks. Like what I'm about to explain sounds as bad as it, it is as bad as it sounds, but they'll push that lip out of the way while mom is pushing during mm-hmm. a contraction. And they just kind of slide that lip over baby's head so that you can be complete. And now your pushes are effective. So because of that experience, I'm yep. like, no, 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 we're not supposed to be in transition for four hours. Let's, let's deal with this.
0: Yeah. So my sister described to me as just being completely de- delirious for three of those hours. <laughs> and I um, remember when she, the nurse was like, let me just check for something. She figured it out finally after yeah. a long time, but she cleared the lip and yeah. I didn't, I don't remember feeling it because honestly, the beauty of pushing so long is I stopped feeling things. I went numb mm-hmm. down there mm-hmm. and I was thankful for that because, totally. oh my gosh. And at some point my sister said, would you like some sweet tea? And I said, yes. <laughs> so she snuck me some sweet tea in the hospital where they like, don't want you to have anything. Totally fine. It, it helped. Oh my gosh. Thank goodness. But um, then I started pushing again. When it was time to push, yeah. I was complete. It was I pushed, and, oh man, I pushed for an hour. It was a long time.
1: Very normal for a first time mama. very normal,
0: yes. And so I was pushing. And then when her head finally crowned, Micah said, Robin, do you want to touch baby's head? And I God bless you. I did. I reached <laughs> down and I touched her head and I felt it. and mm-hmm. I don't know if it was my husband or my sister, somebody said it was like I woke up mm-hmm. and everything in me changed. And yep. suddenly I was, I went from delirious to I'm on a mission. Totally.
1: Totally. Because you got in touch with the fact that no, I'm not dying and just going through all this work for no reason and aimlessly. Right. right. There's a purpose. There's a baby on the other side. So when you touch baby's head, oh my gosh. Yeah. Everything shifts. Everything changes. I'm so glad you did. Cause most women say, no, they don't <laughs> want to touch baby. Like They feel like it's going to distract the baby. Yeah. They feel like it's going to distract them. I mean, I was that way with my first two. I was like, no, I don't want to touch the baby. (laughs) I remember reading that. Yeah. (laughs) And it's, and so, but it's super, super helpful. It, it lets you know, Oh, I am doing Mm -hmm. this. There is something happening. So,
0: and we're almost there. If I just tap into the rest of my energy and power yep, and that's me, I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm a powerhouse. But if, I was down, man. But as soon as I touched that head, it was like, no, game on. Yes, ma'am. And, but we had to do a lot of techniques to try to like help me get to, I remember with Noel and that birth, them saying, push during this contraction. There were some contractions that I felt like super pushing Mm -hmm. and some contractions. I didn't feel it where Mm -hmm. my body wasn't helping me as much. So I remember trying to tap into those like super contractions or super pushes, whatever, but man, we finally got that baby out. That was awesome. So awesome. All
1: right, let's move on to Charlotte.
0: Everly. Everly. That's right. Everly's before Charlotte, the day before my due date, I went to the doctor and I was dilated to a five. I was always walking around at four or five at the end of my labors. And <laughs> they're like, it should be any day now, you know, and it just still took time. But Everly, I was dilated to a five, five and a half. And she said, do you want me to strip your membranes? And I said, yes, <laughs> do it. Just it was a Friday. It. And so um, she did. And my family went to El like we always do. And I was timing contractions under the table. Oh. They're five to seven oh. minutes apart. That night I got home, I called you and I said, I think I could be in labor. And you said, well, let me know. Keep me posted. Tell me what you decided to do. Take a bath. I decided to go to bed and I laid in bed and I was like, I felt a pop inside, but my water did not break. It was mm-hmm. just kind of a weird feeling, and I, yeah. So I remember getting up and thinking, "We should go. This is getting way more intense. I'm I actually starting to not be able to breathe through some of these." And so Josh called my dad down the street and was like, I mean, we need you over here. Mom's going to meet me at the hospital." And so we go. We're standing at the check-in desk, and you know, I'm giving her my information and suddenly there was the pop and my water
1: broke right there at the nurse's station. (laughs) Y'all, I can't tell you how many times that happens. A couple shows up and where they're standing there and the water breaks right there at the desk. I mean, they, they have to have things ready to go for that. I just can't tell you how many times that happened. And Mm. did you hear the difference already between, Baby one, baby two, and the slow going and all of that. And she's at dinner with contractions, seven minutes apart. La, 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 la. Everything is fine. It's just the difference between an amateur and a pro. And so that's that's a chapter in my book, too. So already hearing and seeing the signs of that.
0: Yep. So this one, you know, we went straight back and Micah came like she was right behind me, following me with my water trickling (laughs) (laughs) into the the same room I delivered Noelle in. And um, we just got set up pretty fast and I was Mm -hmm. breathing through it. I remember like being on my knees on the bed sideways with my arms around Josh's back at this point or his neck and breathing through these contractions. Mm -hmm. There came a point where I said, I need to go to the bathroom.
1: Dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. dun, dun.
0: Yeah, so I went to the bathroom. I sat down, went to the bathroom, got up to wash my hands. Suddenly, another contraction hit, went back to the bathroom, sat down until the contraction was over. Got up, washed my hands, another contraction.
1: We're talking 10 minutes, y'all. Back to the toilet. 10 minutes, the door is
0: shut. (laughs) Suddenly, one time I'm washing my hand, a contraction hits, and I drop to the floor in a squat, and I'm holding onto the sink with my head down. And going, mm. <laughs> and I'm breathing through this contraction and feeling some some serious pressure. Mm-hmm. And I hear Micah through the door. Are you gonna? Oh, oh
1: take yeah. a So I hear more than just breathing. And I said, Robin, are you okay? Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> okay. I hear something else. It definitely sounds like bearing down. I said, Robin, are you pushing? Uh, no. <laughs> 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 and then I'm like. Robin, I'm I'm coming in,
0: Robin. (laughs) I'm like, okay. (laughs) And she came in and and she was like, are
1: you sure you're not pushing? And I was like, kind of. Can I just stay here? And she was like, no. Then you were, by that time you were on all fours in the bathroom. Yeah, you were no longer holding on to the sink. You are on all fours, bathroom floor.
0: Yeah, I wanted to stay in there with the cold floor. And she was like, you are not having this baby on a bathroom Bathroom floor floor. in a hospital. And I said, just a little longer a little and she's longer. like Josh come oh. here. <laughs> so she and Josh came over and they picked me up. They one arm is over Josh's shoulder, one arm is over Micah's. My legs are trailing behind me mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they're dragging me. Yeah, literally the floor.
1: dragging like a toddler, you know, when they drop down, <sighs> dragging the toddler to the car, essentially. Yes.
0: yes. And all I could say was y'all are horrible.
1: No, no, it was worse than that, girl. <laughs> it was way worse than that. You go why won't y'all leave me alone? I hate you. Okay, yeah. Did. Oh my gosh. Okay,
0: that's fine. So they dragged me up to the bed, and I'm like, transition. Mm-hmm. I knew I was in transition. Mm-hmm. I knew the baby was coming, and I crawled up onto the bed, hands and knees. Right. I had it. There's no choice. That's what my body wanted to do. Hands yes. and knees. Yes. And suddenly they're like, oh, uh, baby's crowning. We need to get the doctor. Mm-hmm. And so they're like trying to find doctor. You know, the doctor. I'm not going to say his name. Yes. Yes. So finally I'm, I'm pushing and he comes in and he's like, Oh, okay, here we go. And
1: so it's like 10 minutes later, she is out. It was so fast. Yes, it was so fast. And so this typically OBs deliver babies while mom is in a sitting position or kind of on leaning back a little bit. But rarely is it backwards. (laughs) Like hands and (laughs) knees backwards. Like he walks in. He sees her backside and you could tell he was wanting her to turn around. He may have even said, Hey, I think he did over and you just were pushing Like you just totally ignored him. Y'all listen to your body. Okay. Just listen to your body. Do what your body's telling you to do. And so you start pushing. He has no choice. I mean, like he's getting his gloves on and his gear on or whatever. And he's got no choice. I mean, he's all he had to do is catch the baby. There was really nothing else to do, but literally catch the baby. Mm -hmm. And so he catches the baby. Baby's finally here. Robin does flip over so she can hold the baby and she looks at the doctor and she goes, Hi, my name's Robin. (laughs) He's like, Wow, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. It was so great. And then he proceeds to be like, Did y'all see that? That's the first time I've ever delivered a baby that way. Did y'all see that? Good for you, doctor. Are you worried about delivering a baby? Okay, whatever. You didn't do anything. You literally caught a baby. Robin did it all.
0: That turned out to be one of like four or five he had that next month. I went back six weeks later for my appointment and my doctor was like, you started something and he's like on a trail oh of like gosh, hands hilarious. and knees births.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about Miss Charlotte.
0: Well, so it's the day after her due date. And I remember every night for several nights, we were having dance parties. You know, we're all girls at this point with my husband, you know, and we're having dance parties every night and I'm doing my swaying and yeah like trying to get this baby out. Mm -hmm. And I watched this video on YouTube about (laughs) acupressure points on your ankle. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm going to try this. And I did it once for 10 seconds on my right ankle. And suddenly I had a contraction that was sharp as any, any Braxton Hicks I'd had. And I doubled over and was like, whoa, that did something. And my husband goes, stop. stop. We're not doing this stop in the middle of the night. Rubbing
1: your ankles. It's like
0: 10 p.m. at this point oh after gosh. the dance party, after the girl's gone to bed. And he's like,
1: we're not doing this at night. Can you wait till the morning? <laughs>
0: and I was like, uh.
1: You know, I get yes. clients and they're like, Micah, I need to have this baby. How can I get labor started? And, said, and so we're trying all this stuff and I've got all these suggestions and, you know, have sex, get in water, eat dates, drink red raspberry leaf tea, <laughs> walk, blah, 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 on and on and on. And then nothing's working. And finally, I'm like, you know, I did have a client that just rubbed her ankle and it started labor.
0: (laughs) Oh, it did. So we get this is again. It's 10 o'clock night. We get ready for bed. And I'm like, yes, I'm stopping. I'm done. I get in bed. Oh, just like with Everly, though, this time I get in bed and I hear the pop and I felt the leak. And I shot out of bed. And Josh was like, oh, no, oh no. He knew. What did you do? And I ran to the bathtub and I stood there while my husband was frantically running around trying to pack for the hospital. And finally, after like 10 minutes, I go, will you pack my bag too? And he was like, oh, oh, (laughs) what do you need? Oh, you're coming? Oh, (laughs) good. I'm just standing here leaking. Can I have a towel? (laughs) So funny. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So we got ready to go and my dad came again. My mom was sick this time. She couldn't be there and um, called you. I said, hey, water's broken. We're on our way.
1: And you're like, great. And this time I had an apprentice mm-hmm. doula. Yes, you did. Yeah. yeah. And so that's some of what I do now is I um, train other up and coming doulas. They're my apprentices. They get to come to my births and watch me work. And then I do an evaluation birth on them. And so because Robin was uh, a veteran, she um, said yes to this apprentice um, being kind of the lead doula for her birth so that she could have this evaluation birth done. So we get to the hospital, she's there, Mike is there. Um, and two
0: of my best friends wanted to come and be at this birth. I was at one of their births. The other one had all C-sections and had never seen a vaginal birth and was like, "I hey, please, please, please let me. And I said, as long as you two don't tell your husbands any of the dirty stuff. And as long as you are silent, as soon as transition hits, not a word. And they They were, were they were like, we're in, they
1: were great. It was, it was like a party in there. y'all. It was, it was was great.
0: So we get in there and the nurse, there's this new nurse and she's probably brand new. And she tries to put the IV in my hand and she is botching it. She's hurting me. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like, Terrible. Like worse than having a baby. She's sticking me <laughs> trying, and she's and I said, Are you gonna be able to get it? And she goes, I don't know. And I was like, Stop. I hate IVs.
1: Uh-huh. Most women do. Oh. That's the worst part. It's, it can be
0: brutal. Yeah. So, anyways, with Charlotte. Goodness, you're gonna have to help me jog my memory.
1: Third baby. Well, labor was like, like I said, it was kind of like a party. We're just sitting around talking. Oh, it was right. like a girl's night out kind of thing. And I mean, conversations, yes. laughing. You're kind of walking around. I mean, it literally looks like nothing's happening yes uh, it, you're having contractions but you know you just kind of politely just stopped talking and just uh, breathing through I mean like yeah made it look super easy yes this one was much easier and there came
0: a point where I think I did go to the bathroom and I came back
1: <laughs> <laughs> I knew to come back I don't want to be dragged to the bed I think I'll just walk myself
0: and my breathing changed and it went from i'm okay to my eyes are closed and i'm in the zone mm-hmm. and my one of my friends said did to the c section friend she gave her a big t with her hand like this is transition um. to give her like <laughs> no more talking no more talking we're done <laughs> i was getting closer to being complete but not quite there yeah. and
1: um at this point i said i need something else mm-hmm. josh was close like maybe in a chair sitting beside you but we were really it was more affirmation like at a distance we weren't like up at your bed right and so when you said I need something the apprentice definitely chimed in with really great affirmation and how great you were doing and you can do this and all that stuff so then when you said it one more time y'all I need something like I need something to change. I need y'all to do something. Then I got up off the couch and started walking towards your bed to kind of encourage a little more action, a little more proactivity on our, on our end so that you can sense that you're not by yourself and that, you know, we're getting a game plan together. What do you need? That kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. so, we all kind of, as I started walking towards the bed, then we're all kind of starting to walk towards the bed.
0: You know, your voice is just familiar to me. You'd been through my other two bursts and there's some kind of like memory in my brain. So as you walk up and you say something like, Hey, Robin, Mm -hmm. I think that's all I said was your name. Hey, Robin. (laughs) And suddenly my, my body, my memory and my body was like, there she is. And I reached up and grabbed her jacket and
1: pulled her to my face and did not let go. It did not let go. It was So funny. I mean, literally, y'all. I'm not kidding. She goes, I said, hey, Robin, grab my both hands, grab my jack, pulled me like basically on top of her. So my hands are on the rails of this (laughs) hospital bed, trying not to fall on this laboring (laughs) pregnant woman. And she just got me grab big old wild You are not leaving me. She just starts pushing. Like right then, starts pushing. It was crazy intense. I'm talking maybe two or three pushes. I'm not kidding. That that kid came out fast.
0: Yes. So I was telling you earlier, I was reading through my journal and I had said, wow, the breaks between these contractions were so euphoric, mm-hmm. like a good massage or like uh, my body was tingling or like just after <laughs> you've had really good sex. Yep. It was like, oh. <sighs> I mean, it felt amazing. <laughs> I'd have a contraction. Then I'd be in heaven or something mm-hmm. for a while. It was weird. That's so great. I did not feel that with the other burst, but mm-hmm. that was amazing.
1: I love it. I love it. And that baby was born. Oh, my gosh. She did so good. Y'all, Robin is amazing at birth. She loves to share her birth stories. She actually wrote a blog. What was the name of that blog again? Oh, gosh. I don't remember. It's um, she's a blogger for oh uh, the Waco moms. moms. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. On Wake and Moms. And wrote a blog about her births and um, let me kind of tag team and chime in. Oh, it's it. hilarious. It was so much fun. Yes. And like I said, she's all throughout the book. And I hope that everybody gets from this episode that, Natural childbirth, it it's hard for sure, but it can be really, really great. And I love it when we're able to look back on our births with great, fond memories, even oh, the hard yeah. parts. You know, we can look back and go, oh, man, I did that. Wow, that was so cool. Oh, my gosh, I can't believe I said that. I mean, that's just great because every single time now that you tell this story, every time that you remember it and you remember it with fondness, it just, it just keeps getting sweeter. It keeps getting better. And it's encouraging for other people too. And so I love how you reminisce and how you tell your story.
0: Honestly, I think there's some kind of a spiritual gift in it, in that you have got to be strong as a mom Mm -hmm. after you have that baby. And there's somehow this transference of strength after you're able to do this. This is what I love about natural childbirth. It's that I did this and I felt it and I made it through it. I, mm-hmm. I experienced every part of it. Not everybody wants to experience every part of it. That's totally fine. fine. But for me that I did it and mm-hmm. I endured it mm-hmm. and came out on the other side, I mm-hmm. was like, I did that? You totally did it. Oh my gosh. So and somehow great. that transfers a new identity to yourself that you have a strength you didn't know you had. Yeah. And then you carry that into motherhood. It's amazing. It's
1: so great. It's so beautiful. Every woman should feel like superwoman after oh, yeah. birth for sure. Well, Robin, I am so, so glad that you got to join me today. This has been so much fun and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you for listening to My doula, Micah. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube at My We can also get connected at doulamica.com. If you're interested in checking out my book, the link to The Humor in Birth Stories and insights from a doula can be found on all of these social platforms. Be sure to share and subscribe. I'll be here next week, so please be sure to join me again. And this podcast was produced by Rogue Media Network.
0: This has been a Rogue Media Network
1: production.